This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. You know, we failed, but uh, I thought it was a great effort. I thought that the plan was laid out uh, perfectly. Jake Bakoven. I'm not sure I get my point across um, properly. I'm sure I don't do a good job of explaining what I mean. Tom and Buck starts now. Malakalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Little bang there. Yeah. We know Mele Kaliki Maka. It's the thing to say. Excellent. I, I do like it. Day. Although, it feels like they're just showing off a little bit. Like, we're in Hawaii and you're not. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. They send you the Christmas from Hawaii. It just reminds you that you're not in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope you get your... No, good luck with yeah. that. Good luck with that. <laughs> I guess you guys like white Christmases or something. I'm not really sure. I'm going to take what I see on the beach there uh, and think that that's a little bit better, but that's okay. We basically have a Hawaiian Christmas this year. It's nice outside. It is very nice. Uh, no beaches mentioned, or anything. But... Today, tomorrow, Saturday are all golf possible days. I can't do it today. I've got other irons of the fire. But tomorrow, Christmas Eve. I'm thinking about playing golf. Are you going to try on Christmas Day too? That'd be a that'd be new. Well, Have you ever done open, it? Open, but I mean that's the great thing about Christmas Day. They're not open, so you can just go out there. <laughs> yeah, you can do as much golfing as you want. Yeah, they might call the cops on you. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, it's Christmas. They might I, not do that. I have played on Christmas Day before. Have you really? Oh, okay, so it I've, wouldn't be new. I've, I've played on every major holiday. <laughs> I, I, I think I've played on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. I played every. If it reaches forty. And it's sunny, and the wind is not crazy. I'm out there. You should make it a goal before your time passes to just play on every single calendar day. You, know you what think I mean? I'm just about dead? <laughs> no, I'm just you, saying. You, you better get on that thing. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, when you retire, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. then you can you know, move to Arizona or whatever and play right. in December and January and February and make sure that those days. I don't know if you've played yeah. on those days, you know what I mean? Right. That, that's a good suggestion. I'll uh, I'll take note of that. Yeah. Uh, well, in a long time. I'm not saying soon. <laughs> you, I think Bach thinks I'm going to die off with him next week or so. You better get on some of these goals of yours because it feels yeah. like you've accomplished nothing so far. Have you uh, have you have you golfed in February before? Um not I don't remember doing it in Lincoln, Nebraska. I bet I have. Yeah. You'd have to go back. You'd really have to track this. Maybe (laughs) Bach is deeply interested in my golf habits of days gone by. Uh, Nebraska improved to six and seven last night. Big win. Huge. It is. It actually was a big win over Kennesaw State in that they found their rhythm from three-point range. No doubt about that. Um, And they make 15 threes on the night. They shoot 52% from the field, 30 of 57. 15 of 19 from three-point range. Not so great uh, from the free-throw line. They usually are pretty good at the free-throw line. Uh, 13 of 21. Um, they hold Kennesaw State to 41% shooting, 26% from the three-point line. So you saw some improvements. Um, still way too many turnovers, especially from your point guard, was seven. They had 17 overall, but they did force 21. They lost the rebounding battle by three again. Overall, your thoughts on last night? 
Uh, yeah, I, I just think the offense looked a lot better than it had before. You know, they've talked about tweaking it and trying to figure out ways to get it growing. I, I thought that they, the, the, you know, just sharing the ball was nice. Uh, you know, a lot of times it seems like Verge just kind of penetrates too deep, yeah. and then he has to force up kind of yeah. a circus shot. And some of them go in. I mean, he's, he's got kind of a talent at that, but it's not a great possession, whereas, you know, last night, even though, I mean, the pace of play, they got to 88 points because they were actually making buckets. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to completely slow it down or do anything. They just kind of shared the ball and, and, and were looking for the open shot and, and the movement. Um, you know, they're kind of more picks. It just seemed like more action out there. And, and again, it's easier to do against a Kennesaw State team, but most of their, their shots were open shots. They weren't yeah. kind of open shots or the uh, best shot that, that we've seen this team kind of manufacture through this kind of, you know, four out offense. Um, it, it was actually looked good. So I hope that they can take part of that, move it forward. It's going to be more difficult against better uh, defensive foes. But um, I think that that, I mean, it, Sometimes we want to break things down to really, you know, think about, you know, what was great and what wasn't here. The team can't shoot, and they finally showed that they could yeah. shoot. I mean, that that was the narrative throughout the whole season through 12 games. Very frustrating. And then finally they get over the 50% uh, mark from deep, and, and it was just beautiful to see. Casey Tamanaga, uh, his stroke when it's on is beautiful. He was 7 of 12 from uh, from. Uh, the field. He was uh, four of seven from three point range, played 27 minutes, was very productive, had uh, 18 points. 16 points came from Alonzo Verge, who might have had his best game overall. He's still way too many turnovers, as you have talked about. Seven turnovers, but 12 assists, which ties a career high, or actually ties an all time high as a Husker. Uh, Cam Mack had 12 uh, in a game where he went with a triple double, but 12 last night. Verge feels like – let me ask you, do you think he's an NBA player? Yeah, I think he'll get a look. I don't know if I think that he's an eight-year vet or anything like that. I think he's going to have to improve – um, certainly on the turnovers, certainly on the, on you know, it, just shooting. I mean, we'll have to see yeah. if he can kind of extend that range. Um, but he's going to get a look. I I don't know if I, I – I, you know, if you're, you're – you know, hold me up against yeah. the fire, though. I think that he'll play – in the NBA, you know, outside of maybe what we're seeing now as replacement players or whatever. Um, I don't quite see it quite yet, but, I mean, it certainly can develop into that. I think he has a chance. Um, I mean, but we didn't think that with Delano Banton necessarily. Right. Uh, and then he proved his shot in some um, in some camps, and he got a look and got drafted in the NBA. And so we'll we'll see. I think, I think he has a chance. He's got to improve his shot, and he's got – I don't know if he's a – point guard but if he plays in the nba probably has to be yeah uh, he's only six three there's not a ton of nba off guards at six three there are some um and maybe you could just you know have him occasionally a point guard and just mostly as a scorer uh but i think he, he is trying to get better that's the best thing i can say about alonzo he really wants to be good he wants to do it the right way um but overall Great shooting night. Well, and sometimes, too, it should be noted, sometimes whether or not you play in the NBA or can play in the NBA is not the best indicator of how good you are in college, right? No. Trent Petaway never played in the league and was great. Uh, You know, James Palmer, your your all-conference selections. Yeah, I agree with that. Didn't get to the league. Um quite quite make it to the league so I mean they're some incredible players uh and for Verge specifically you just kind of wonder what his role is going to be there because he's not quite a volume score enough um I think that you could kind of have him as that impact player off the bench 
And though I, I think his, his dribbling is, you know, could certainly translate to the to the NBA. Um, I don't know if, it, you know, is, again, the assist to turnover ratio, can he play off ball? He kind of has to play point guard. So I just don't know if there's the fit necessarily yeah. for it, but he's certainly going to get a look and, and he might carve out a role. Yeah, he's definitely a G League guy. Oh, I mean, yeah. He'll play in the G League Absolutely. for sure. And I could see him being one of those 10-day, 15-day call-up guys. Yep. Uh, and he'll play in the NBA in my mind. How long does he last? I don't know. That will depend on turnovers, the ability to fix that problem, and the ability to shoot from the three-point line, I think, as well. But he's got a lot of things that you look for. He's got really good quickness. Uh, so you had four guys at double figures. Tomanaga, 16. You had uh, Alonzo Verge with 16. You had 11 each from Derek Walker and Bryce McGowan's. Uh, then quite a few. Trevor Lake's uh, nice appearance with a couple of threes right there at the end of the half, and he gets eight points, and we haven't seen much of Trevor Lake's. Um, anything else stand out from you? Well, kind of the negative category. Again, it's it's the rebounds. Not just the rebounds, but three offensive rebounds. Like that, it yeah. usually, like, especially in the modern day where you're shooting threes, they'll just bounce to you. You yeah. get at least four or five right. bouncing to you. And yeah, to get not... three, I mean, that's really – that's a low number. Yeah, I wonder if um, – you, sometimes you just have the the guards get back very quickly and yeah. you don't uh, even try to rebound it. But that is a crazy low number, uh, as you just said. Nebraska out-rebounded by three, but the offensive side was really bad. Three to 11, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so – I don't know. Um, anything stand out here from Fred Hoiberg? He spoke to the media, obviously, after the game last night. Yeah, I've got a few quotes here that I think will be interesting. Uh, here's, first of all, Hoiberg talking about uh, the team not taking the film session personally, and they responded well to it. Obviously, they, they kind of grilled them during the five-game losing streak to get them prepared for this game. The one thing I really commended our team in the locker room after the game was how – they didn't take the film session personally. They carried over. They took it constructively. Uh, had two good days of work uh, where we really worked on our execution and our shot selection. And I thought that carried over in a big way uh, pretty much all the game. I thought our energy out of the out of the gate wasn't very good. Made a couple subs, and then we put the starters back in. I thought it was terrific. But, you know, Alonzo, phenomenal. Uh, moving the ball, making the extra pass, making the simple play. Uh, you know, very few times that he changed direction and over-penetrate into the paint. Uh, you know, he really set the tone out there with uh, with movement, and that carried over to all of our guys. Uh, Derek made good plays in the pocket. They were icing our pick and roll on the left side of the floor. Thought we did a solid job for the most part reading that opposite uh, low man, and, and that's what got our guys some good open looks out there. We mentioned uh, Alonzo Verge with the 12 assists last night. Uh, it's the most by a Husker ever. It's tied with Cam Mack uh, mm. for assists in a game, and it's the most by a Big 12 or Big 10 player, I should say, this year. I, I, the other thing that stood out to me is I really was wondering, because you know Nebraska's going to take bad shots. They do it every game. Uh, Bryce took one early in the shot clock, and he was pulled last night. Tominaga took one uh, that was guarded, a step back in a launcher, and he got pulled as well. So the, he made good on his word that he was going to pull guys if they took bad shots. Yeah, and I thought, I mean, that, that was the story of the game, and, and they responded quickly. I mean, the, Nebraska really started to separate themselves. I think it was a 19-2 to run to close the yeah. half um, where, you know, they, they looked by far the better team. For a while there, they didn't, <laughs> you yeah. know, especially early on. They were trailing. Yeah, they were down 16-8. Yeah, and, and you started to, to kind of hit the panic meter and think, when is this team ever going to win again? I mean, yeah. it's going to be tough if they continue to play like that. Um, you make a couple substitutions. They do, um, and, and you make good on, on what you said. And, and, and I and 
and again, I, I, it, it's not just the substitutions. It was who it was. It was Bryce McGowan's, uh, and and it was uh, it, it was uh, uh, Casey Tamanaga, who are your. I mean, if anybody's got the green light, it's been those guys. I mean, yeah. McGowan's can shoot from anywhere on the floor, yeah. and he seems untouchable. And, of course, Tominaga, that's what you recruited him for. And, that, I mean, you yourself are calling him the yeah. best shooter you've ever seen, yeah. so he's got the green light. Um, but, it, it, but it, I mean, and those are two of your starters. So to be able yeah. to pull them and say, hey, nobody's, nobody's uh, yeah. you know, above this. If you're going to take a bad shot, you're going to get pulled. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be out for the rest of the game. It doesn't mean yeah. um, that you necessarily aren't going to yeah. be part of the, you know, plan moving Don't forward. Don't take it professionally. Right. But, I'm, but it's me sticking yeah. to my word. It's yeah. me telling you, yeah. if you do this, I'm going to pull you out. You're going to come sit here, and somebody else is going to get a shot. And, you know, anybody that's ever yeah. played knows that is a dangerous yeah. game. If you get pulled and then, you know, CJ goes in there and hits a couple threes, <laughs> it might be a while to, before right. you see some more playing time. So um, it, was, it was good to see that, and I thought that that was kind of changed the game. By the way, Verge, uh, the 12 assists most by a player this season and uh, tied – for a PBA record uh, with okay. Cam Mack. That's a PBA record. He did that in 2019, 12 assists. But uh, when he's on, he's by far Nebraska's best passer, and sometimes it's their worst all in one. <laughs> uh, but if you can get the worst part out of it and just the best more often, I, I think you've got something with Alonzo Verge uh, going forward. Anything else uh, we should point to that Hoiberg said? Uh, I like to his talk about uh, kind of playing through uh, Walker. Walker had a, had an okay night of me, but they kind of went through him a little bit more. He, he finished with eleven points and four boards, but they they talked about the offense going through Walker. He, he he's he's really good. I, I put him as as one of the top playmakers on this team. And when, again, when the ball hits his hands, whether he scores it or whether he makes the next play, um, you know, good things happen. So we wanted to get it into him early in the game and uh, you know I thought he and Eduardo both Eduardo had a couple turnovers in the first half uh, you know Derek put it on the ground on one play before reading uh, you know the opposite side the, the weak side uh, but for the most part when the ball hits those guys hands good things happen well and, and it's too I mean Walker's a Walker's going to have to play a lot of minutes I mean because um, there's certain games and even last night where Andre uh, you know I just have the minutes in front of me. I can find it, but he had four fouls again in 13 minutes, and he doesn't. I mean, this is consistent. I mean, this, he's just a foul-prone big. Yeah. Uh, and then there's other games where, and throw out the fouls, he's just overmatched, and he yeah. kind of has turnovers. It doesn't look like he belongs in the game quite yet. You know, as a younger player, hasn't played basketball um, for too many years, so he's still kind of adjusting to the game. Uh, but after him, I mean, with with Wilhelm Bartenbeck out for the season. If, if Eduardo's having a bad night or in foul trouble, yeah. it's Walker. It's Walker playing the whole game, basically, well, and, and you don't have too much of a choice around it. And Keon Edwards isn't playing as many minutes. He had three minutes last night. Those minutes that usually go to Keon uh, Ed, uh, Edwards you, you now are going to a guy like Trevor Lakes, yeah. um, maybe. Uh, and, that, and he didn't play a ton of minutes either, but he was productive when he was in there, and he got 15 minutes. Maybe he's the guy... I'm always looking for the silver lining, right? Uh, Wilhelm Breidenbach gets an extra year. He goes down, but he gets an extra year. Sometimes it felt like the lineups just weren't very efficient. Maybe you can get a better floor spreader in there with the minutes that Trevor Lakes gets. And maybe he can somehow find to be find himself to be a decent rebounder. I, I don't see him as a rebounder or a defensive player, but he's going to have to step up. And I like the fact that 
he he didn't hesitate on either of those shots and made them cleanly, the first two anyway. Yeah, and he's big enough to maybe get some of those, you know, stretch four minutes, like you said, or maybe even if you're going to go small at the five. But, uh, you know, he, he, he really has to shoot. I mean, he's got to be out there to be that floor spacing big because he doesn't have – like you said, there's just not a whole lot else to, to, to lean on for his game. So, um, you know, I'm glad that he went in there and, and took those shots. He he came into the night one of six from beyond the arc, one of six from the field uh, for the, the, the season. But, you know, he's an interesting piece because when they had their pro day, huh. he was anybody all anybody yeah. talked about. I mean, yep. he was draining threes left and right and, and had it was kind of the talk of that pro day when, you know, clearly that's not necessarily in the cards for him. But um, you know, they, so he he showed out. And when you have a team that's struggling, that you know you can shoot, you see, you say they shoot all the well, you know, well in practice. Maybe it's just when the lights come on. And in lakes, at least even for that pro day, it could be the same type of thing as we've seen during the regular season, where he's not nervous or shy about the lights coming on. He, he he's got the same stroke, while some of the other guys might shy away from it a little bit here and there. And so, you know, I think that. Maybe he got something there. Maybe he and, it, and again, I don't think he has too much more to his game outside of yeah. that. So when I when he's in there, I want to see him spacing the floor. Yeah. I want to see him yeah. getting a few shots up because you know that can change the dynamic of the game. Just a few threes. Uh, and Robin mentioned he had shoulder surgery in the offseason, and it's still bar- bothering him. He says it clicks, which yeah. is not good news. He did airball a three in the second yeah. half. I wonder if that's yeah. know, started to bother him again. Um, which is too bad because I really thought he had potential, but you know he still made uh, two for four last night. He had uh, one rebound. Rebounding uh, is still going to be a problem in this beast of a conference as far as physicality is concerned. Um, your leading rebounder is Alonzo Verge again. Seven rebounds. Do you see too much boxing out even? No. Yeah. It's mostly just like I hope the ball bounces toward my direction. Yeah. It, it seems like they get a lot of rebounds that are long rebounds. Yeah. And somebody gets it that way. I mean, outside of like Derek Walker. So he's yeah. battling it, in the post. Derek but Derek Walker had four rebounds last night. Yeah. Um, you're right. He has to play a ton of minutes. Uh, the leading rebounder outside Alonzo Verge was Eduardo Andre uh, at yeah. five. And that's something even when Eduardo's struggling – his size just automatically gives him, right? I mean, and, and gives yeah. Nebraska. So, um, you know, that is something that he, he does automatically when he enters the game. But, again, it's it's just disappointing when Terrell Burton, who is listed at 5'10", wouldn't be surprised if yeah. he's smaller than that, had eight rebounds. That's more than anybody on the Nebraska team. Yeah. I would love for Keon Edwards to go in, not worry about scoring, be a defensive guy, a rebounding guy. He's got a big, good-sized body. He's 6'7". Um, and let the shooting come next. I mean, if it comes in rhythm, take the shot. Uh, but don't worry about scoring. Maybe get some garbage buckets. They need a guy. I've, I told you this earlier, uh, last week maybe, that they could use a guy like Thor right yeah. now. They could use a, a guy that's willing to do the dirty work, and I'm not sure who that is until Trey gets back. When Trey gets back, I think you have that guy. He's willing to D up, he, get rebounds, and – do the dirty work and be the glue guy that Nebraska needs. In the meantime, I'm not sure who it is now. Yeah, and and again, that happens when you lose a player. Sometimes when you lose a senior, but when you lose a player, you know, in the middle of the season, it's you know, it's <laughs> you can't replace what he brings to you. Yeah. You know, you can try to find a guy that can kind of replicate it, or you could say we're going to do it um, by committee, but. They don't have a Trey McGowan. They don't have a guy that can defend like that. Um, and 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 like you said, just kind of he, he, the the word that you would use to describe his game is scrappy uh, and and just kind of tough. Uh, and they don't they just don't have anybody that has that even maybe attitude. 
Yep. Uh, I would like to see a little more grit, uh, but last night was a step in the right direction for sure. 78-64 over Kennesaw State, and Nebraska won't play again until January 2nd, Ohio State at PBA. Uh, Let's talk a little Husker football. Mitch Sherman of The Athletic joins Tom and Bach. We'll do it next. Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. 